an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Now entering Nerdist.com. My next three watches are planned out as far as what they're going to be. That's a good tone right there. What do you mean you just planned your next three watches? Who plans watches? <laughs> I do. I'm going to get a Planet Ocean, uh, then a Breitling B100, and then a uh, IWC Big Pilot. Jonah, right. wake up. No. Oh, my God. Oh, I just had the I worst dream. Again. I just I had, had the worst dream. About, was it a dream where Matt was talking <laughs> about watches? Were you there? I had the same dream. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're dream jumping. <laughs> 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 and then, it's dr- we're dreamscaping. He's the worst kind of uh, Freddy Krueger style thing. Oh, hey, he shows up in your dreams. I, don't know I also got my dreams. new flashlight, oh, my go. Surefire uh, 6PX Tactical. It's 200 lumens. Check this out. Ready? Lumen, like, like the character from uh, it'll the last Dexter? <laughs> it'll yep. temporarily blind exactly. the sailor. Yeah. Guys, I saw perhaps the best thing I've seen in ages last night. Titties. Second best thing. Second time you made that joke today. I've seen. Yeah, we didn't make it before on the podcast, so so it doesn't really count. It doesn't really count. Well, he makes fun of me for when I do that. What'd you see? All right, here we go. Um, So the National Theater in uh, in London, England, is doing this thing where they've partnered with a shitload of movie theaters uh, around the country, and they basically show live performances in movie theaters around the country of shit that's going on at the National Theater. And so uh, I went to see a, a, a production of Frankenstein, which was directed by Danny Boyle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it is fucking awesome. At uh, downtown, right? Well, yeah. it, they're showing it at Downtown Independent. We saw it at Man's Chinese. Okay. Uh, the, the production we saw actually was not live. It was a recorded production, but it had just happened like the day before. Sure. And so Danny Boyle's... Uh, Frankenstein, which sounds funny, uh, but it stars Johnny Lee Miller and Benedict Cumberbatch, who I still maintain <laughs> awesome. really uh, is the name of, that should be a potions professor at Hogwarts. But Benedict Cumberbatch, most British name ever, is uh, Sherlock in the new BBC Sherlock. Ah, uh, you know, and he's fucking awesome on that show. Kumail's been trying to get me to come over to watch the the new Sherlock. It's gr- it is phenomenal, and Benedict is great, and Martin Freeman's in it. But uh, but so what's going on in Danny Boyle's Frankenstein is that uh, Johnny Lee Miller and Benedict Cumberbatch every night swap roles between the creature and Frankenstein. Oh, wow. But by the way, Frankenstein is not the monster's name. That is the doctor's name. So uh, <laughs> I, I know the nerds listening doesn't know that. But anyway. Yeah. Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. And right. so I saw, the, I saw the production with... Uh, with Benedict as the creature, and at first I was like, "Oh, I think he would make a better Victor Frankenstein because he was such a great Sherlock." And you know, he was. I was convinced. I'm. I am now convinced that Benedict Cumberbatch ha- is. <laughs> I know you can't say his, his name, name without <laughs> giggling a little bit. He may be one of the best actors uh, in the world right oh, now. Like oh, wow. his, and Johnny Lee Miller was phenomenal. Oh my god, it was so good. 
So good. So if you just Google National Theater and Frankenstein, you'll get the website. You'll get the information. I think it's ntlive.com will tell you where it might be playing in your in your area. Wow. But uh, so it's I to- wholeheartedly recommend it. It was phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Great. And who was sitting in front of us in the movie? Michael C. Hall. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just had to nerd out it for a second about uh, about Danny Boyle's Frankenstein because it was fucking awesome. Wow, Benedict Cumberbatch. What? No, Benedict Cumberbatch. 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 Yes, Benedict Cumberbatch. I feel like he's a guy that America would misuse, like Steve Coogan. Like you take someone who's cr- incredibly talented, <laughs> yeah. and they're like they'll make they'd make like Benedict Cumberbatch. They'd probably just make him like a villain in a in a. Like Fair a diehard yeah. sequel or something. Exactly. But America, you're not fucking Steve, phenomenal. America's not Steve Coogan it right. You're not Steve Coogan it right or you're, or Cumberbatching properly. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. That's, that's I'm you. telling you, that guy. Wow. Keep an eye on that guy. I'm sure he's already huge in England, but one of the best actors I've ever seen in my life. That's a name on par with Engelbert Humperdinck. Except Engelbert Humperdinck was a made-up name, Na- made and up Benedict name. Cumberbatch, I think, is his actual name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is a uh, he is professor of uh, defense against dark arts. <laughs> I'll just keep coming up with other Hogwarts titles. I uh, finished out the Tenant Era Doctor Who. You did? Yes. You watched the last episode? I watched the the two parter oh. end of time. I am still. I was just talking to Matt with it <laughs> about it. I am not doing too good. It leaves a residue with you. Oh my god! I am bummed. I I teared up. Uh, I had a I had a bad dream that night. I've been kind of like just not handling it well. It was so incredibly sad. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not a spoiler alert because everyone knows that Matt Smith is a doctor now. So if you haven't seen it yet, you know you know that Tenet has to go away. But yeah. it's just his his resistance to it is so That's, yeah hard to watch. Yeah. So oh, hard to watch. This, this is the old man. I know. Oh yeah, with the master. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That that was a that was that was what I did this weekend. And that one, that one, I was I was like I woke up the next morning sad. Yeah. I'm like what happened? Oh right. Like that's how much it affected me. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I'm still I'm still dealing with it. And uh, now I start season five. But Matt Smith, great new series coming up April twenty third. Watch the first episode of Torchwood. Yeah. Duh. That's I'm sorry. Not not, not as much, not as much a fan, huh? Not feeling it. I I've know it's watched, a pilot. I know it's a pilot. I've not watched all. Hey I've not watched all of Torchwood. Um, July eighth, Torchwood mission, whatever the hell it is. Okay, Miracle Day. Is Miracle that what it's called? Day. But it's going to give me a whole new. Like yeah. I, I have so yeah. much stuff backed up that I have to watch now. I have uh, I have all of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Now. You can you can do that in one sitting on my iPad. Yeah, it's like two and a half hours total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like uh, Nathan Barley, you can you just like there's just six episodes and they're all like ah uh, Nathan Barley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Registered as domain in the Cook County. I mean, in, in the in the Cook Islands. Trashbat.cock, registered in the Cook Islands. Co.ck. Yeah, keep it foolish. <laughs> yeah, uh, is Nathan Barley available anywhere? Not on American DVD, but on Oh, uh, Region Two, Region you win two. again. Yeah, but just you know those those um those players, those like cheapy uh, DVD players, you can buy for about thirty bucks, and then you just kind of press a code in. And it, you can just go online and it teaches you how. Sometimes when you order it, people know why you're ordering them. Yeah. And it will come with a sheet of paper that says, just do uh, 229922. Oi, then, region one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's good. But like they're, they're trickling out. They're trickling out. You know, you can get look around you on, uh, on American look DVD now. Look around you. <laughs> so good. Look Max. around you. <laughs> look around We got to get that Peter Serafinowicz on here. He's a good he's a good chap. Does he live out here? Is he good? No, I don't think he lives out here, but he was out here for that look around you panel that yes. they did at UCB, which was phenomenal. Yeah, I didn't go. I meant to. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh, Paul is great. You love the movie, Paul. I, love the movie, I read Paul. the script last year. I thought it was great because uh, I, not, I mean, I, people don't just send me scripts to read. I just, I moderated the Paul panel. Yeah. And they didn't have a movie to show me. So they were like, here's the script. And it was, it was great. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked it a lot too. I think yeah. they're they're three for three. Good for those. Yeah, guys. I think so. It's a uh, you know there there was uh, there was s- stuff that was missing mm-hmm. because of Edgar Wright being gone, but there was stuff that was added because of Greg Matola being there. Yeah, it's uh, I think um, Greg Matola did a really good job of creating a cool, fun, uh, natural road comedy between two friends. P.S. We got a little bit of shit for tipping Doug Benson's hand that uh, he had Simon Pegg on his Doug Loves movies at South by. Did we? Yeah, a couple people were like. 
And you know, the thing that really kind of got under my skin about it was that people were on Twitter and they're like, hey, Doug, Nerdist totally gave away your guests. I'm like, what do you gain by tattling like a bitch? Oh, it was because it would be... When we just got off, uh, when yeah, we did the last yeah. hostful, yeah, but he'd already, uh, but I think, but he'd already, he'd already, Thursday I'm night. sure people tweeted about it. Doug right had already, put, Doug, you know what? And I, and I texted Doug and I was like, I'm so sorry, we talked about it. I just, we got so excited, I didn't know. And he wrote back and he was like, No, I already posted the show, it's fine. Like, yeah, those, those people are just being weirdos that they didn't actually get the moment of Doug introducing. Oh. The guest, so, so sorry or, for that. Or, I'm so sorry. Or reading it in their but iTunes. I don't know, but yeah. I don't know why, I don't know why, like, people, like, I saw like four or five people. Tweeted that Doug Benson. I'm like, you fucking tattletale bitch. What are you doing? Yeah, that's kind of a lame move, dude. It is a little because it didn't. Say, it was nothing constructive. I was like, hey, Doug, Nerdist totally just gave away your guess. Yeah. Like, what are you? Are you trying you know to get us in you, trouble? You know what they're doing though. They're like, Haha, we're all friends. Hey, my friend Doug, my friend Chris, uh, spoiled shit. Oh, okay, that's a much them, nicer way to look at it. Makes them <laughs> feel like they're a part of something. You're not. I always feel like everyone's out to get me. That's healthy, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're laughing. Are you with him? That's um, perfectly normal. Are you with me or again me? Again me. Jonah Ray, you've started back on Web Soup now. We are in full swing. We are full going. Swing. We are our our next ep- our first episode of the season is premiering uh, next Wednesday, April uh, March thirtieth. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like there's still too much to do. There's so much to do. I know we've been shooting shit all week. I shot yeah. an opening with you guys. Yeah, we did the opening. It was just gonna. It's looking good. Um, it's looking okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, me and Wade uh, spent all day yesterday shooting. Uh, Stuff for our April Fool's episode, which is going to be a new lot ad. Of fun. Wade, what's Wade's last name? Rand, Randolph. Wade Randolph. Wade Randolph. Yeah. New, new edition. Wade Randolph. Yeah, yeah. He's a ch- guy from Channel 101. He's doing. He's already. He's already done a great video of a uh, up top hand going on vacation. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, he's he's fit in quite well and got the the just just immediately got the tone of the show. Excellent. Yeah, and it's uh and yeah we're shooting a bunch of stuff tomorrow, uh, sh- a bunch of stuff on Friday. And Monday. Things are just shooting all the way up until. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. okay. You know, I've not had a day off in over a month. Yeah, yeah. I just realized yeah. that I came back from like it went south by south. I mean, like I went to New York a couple times and then worked here and then south by southwest and then Chicago, and uh, roundabout Chicago, I started getting shaky and twitchy. Like uh, I don't feel good. Well, changing altitude will do you that. Too. Lost your wallet too. That was I lost, but I got my wallet yeah. back. You did. Wait, you didn't that, know that. How did no. that happen? Okay, so I I've been just because I've been so. And first of all, let me just say, I brought all the busyness on myself. Mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly accept the responsibility that I fill every minute. Um, <laughs> it's just called too many things. It's called it's called too many things. Emily it's and I, yeah, something I something like a concept that I lay out in uh, the Nerdist way, now available mm-hmm. on Amazon for pre order. But um, but uh, uh, so I started to get like shaky and forgetful, mm-hmm. and I got off uh, the plane in Chicago, went to the old Starbucks to pound a little chai latte to get some sugar and caffeine in my body. Wow, you were really taking us through the steps like Rebecca Black. (laughs) It was fun, fun, fun. Uh, (laughs) Fun, 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 fun. Friday. (laughs) (laughs) That poor little girl. And you know, the worst part is that company that makes all those videos where they basically like, hey, we'll slut up your daughter for whatever much money. It's so gross. I mean, like, no, but these girls are like 9 to 13. It's not right, Matthew. Oh, no. It is not right. They're how old? 9 to 13. Rebecca Black is 13 years old. You're regretting former boners. That was the name of my Buzzcocks album. I regret nothing. <laughs> Regretting former boners. Um, but so you at Starbucks, pounding a chai latte. Oh, yeah. So I need to go back two levels. Yeah, I was talking about the Rebecca Black thing. <laughs> yep. I, by the way, I do think it's bad. That's, ba- that's bad. Like the negative, publi- like the ironic publicity is bad for that poor little girl. Yeah. Like I just, it's yeah. not good. But yeah, it, no, it's I don't know. It's bad ironic. for that company where all those people are going to be rushing to. Bad for that company? It's awesome for no, that company. No, it's good for them. It's yeah. bad for humanity because oh, yeah, all those yeah, people yeah. are going to be, all these people now are going to be rushing to get their daughters to have videos. It's ironic for us. It, I, I'm pretty sure the younger crowd loves that song. I hope they do. I hope some people it's are appreciating catchy. that it's horrible, catchy. horrible song on a, on a, on a, on a, on a regular level because. Yeah. It's it's not good for a thirteen year old girl to get ironic success because then you know it's like she's thirteen years old she doesn't understand that people are just gonna make fun of her and be shitty to her yeah, yeah. and that is devastating to a thirteen year old so is I, all I what thought is she about doing when I was hanging around with boys who can drive 
Um, yeah. I don't know. I did when I was 13. I had like a couple of 16-year-old friends. And then mm. you, would, you would go to parties at 13? No, no. My mom wouldn't allow that. Was the seating yeah. arrangement always a big issue for you, too? <laughs> <laughs> it was man boy, man boy. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. I just remembered a bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, you weren't skiing. Oh, uh, there were poles, though. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I uh, going back, I, I, I get to the hotel, and I go to pay the driver, and I realize... Oh, there's no wallet in my pants where there is usually a wallet lump. <laughs> and fortunately, I kept the cash in the front of my pocket. Mm. Remember that. Smart, yeah. smart businessman. Here's what's fun when you lose your wallet at, uh, at an airport at Chicago O'Hare. So you call the airport lost and found. There's a recording that says, um, if you've lost an item at the airport, call the Chicago police. <laughs> okay. So then I call the police department near the airport. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know... Uh, you got to call the airline. Like, it is just this weird... So you have to actually... You were already in Starbucks. You have to call the airline you flew in on? And yes, let them so I had to call, yes, because it was in their terminal. Okay. Starbucks in the airport is not owned by Starbucks. It's owned by HMS Host. Oh. So I track their number down. I call them. They check. No wallet. I call American Airlines. Leave a message. Wallet's gone. So the Chicago police wouldn't take time out of all the murders? No. And I was like, guys, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Don't you know I'm marginally famous? (laughs) Have you seen the Chicago code? I think that was right around the time those like (laughs) five people got killed on a hot day. It's like it's like (laughs) it's like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Don't you have a special line Mm. for emergencies or celebrities? celebrities. I'm Uh, both. I'm a celebrity in an emergency. (laughs) So uh so anyway, I you know and by the way, it's not was not a big deal. I I actually wasn't that upset about it. The the most irritating thing was that in, L- in, in California, if you lose your driver's license, you can't just call them or write them. You actually have to go into yeah. the DMV, yeah. and the next appointment time was weeks away. How did you get on the plane? Uh, I had Janet FedEx me my passport. Uh, oh, okay. American Express sent me a new card the next day. Wow. That's why he's following them on Twitter now. Yep, that's right. Very nice. Uh, and, then, uh, and then the day before I'm supposed to leave, I get a call from American Airlines, and this woman's like, Hi, this is Marie from American Airlines. I was just in the supervisor room and found your wallet in a lockbox, and I saw your name on there and tracked down your Advantage number and got your phone number. That's so she great. did some sleuthing and tracked me down. Wow. And I got it back on the, on the return trip. I, I lost it at the airport and got it back on the return trip to the airport. It's phenomenal. Wow. I have to go through and change all of the uh, auto pay on all of the uh, cards uh, that are now canceled. Oh, that's sucks. irritating. Yeah, it's the but worst it's thing awesome. anyone's ever had to go through, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome if you don't want to be at that gym anymore. That's true. That's yeah. how I got out of, uh, you know, whatever you call it. And, I, and, and here's, what I, here's what I will say. Tons of tragic things going on in the world, like oh, to an overwhelming point. Yeah, as the news will remind us nonstop. As I've had to stop watching the news, but uh, I will say, if there's any, if there's even any slight thing to take away from all the horrible shit that's going on, I was able to kind of go, you know, losing my wallet not that big of a deal. Yeah, my house didn't get washed away. Yeah. I just have yeah. to stand in line at the DMV is the worst thing that's that's happened because of this. Yeah. So it, I I actually felt weirdly appreciative that my worst problem that day was that I lost my wallet. I felt bad for you. I really did. I was like, ah, oh, that's the worst. Well, it's just it's just because I'm in this forget. I also left the, in the same night. I I went and did my first show at Zany's. Uh, by the way, all the shows were sold out. Anyway, uh, oh, no, that fucking happened. Why would you mumble that? I don't know. Did you guys? You guys don't when you're afraid, when you're embarrassed about patting yourself on the back. Um, I, ne- I never pat myself. <laughs> you, you can now because you lost a bunch of weight. You can reach your back. Oh, oh. wow! Retrofitted insult. <laughs> that's not an insult. That's a future compliment. <laughs> a future compliment. So well, it's not a compliment now. It's in this weird in between area. I guess it is. My well, point was, you look wibbly wobbly. You do look good though. I feel yeah, you've, I you've feel lost good. a tremendous amount of weight. Yeah, feel yeah. good about what it. Your demeanor, your demeanor is a lot better. Have you noticed that? Like he doesn't get so downtrodden as he used to. <laughs> he's he's pretty upbeat lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty upbeat lately. That's, That's funny. Uh, well, I, I, I've started to just weigh myself on the day before cheat day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm down. I'm actually. I have I've gone past one pound below the lowest I can remember in my adult life. Are you is, serious? Yeah. That's huge. Wow. I mean, not as huge anymore. Shit. <laughs> oh. That's great. That came out but wrong. not like 
<laughs> Guys, I weigh myself on Saturday, which is the day after Friday, but then Sunday comes and oh <laughs> Yeah, but but the cheat day is supposed to like kick your metabolism oh, into overdrive. Awesome. Yeah. The cheat day, it's Christmas. And, Every week. And that's it's what's Christmas. great about it is that you appreciate the shitty food that you normally took for granted. I yeah. do. I so much. So much. I'm ex- we have a meeting at work at 7:30 in the morning on Sunday. Normally, I would be angry, but there will be free donuts. <laughs> and you can eat them. All of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Division of Ironic Punishment. So you like donuts, do you? <laughs> now you can eat all the donuts in the world. I'm still okay with that. Oh, also, uh, if anybody out there is looking for a money-making opportunity in the Los Angeles area, please franchise a Dunkin' Donuts. You weird, it's weird. There's not any. It's, I, it's, an East, it's like Springsteen. It's an East Coast thing. There's one in Hawaii. There's Dunkin' Donuts in Hawaii. There yeah. one, actually, it's funny. My mom worked at one when she was in high school, and then they, that one closed down, and there wasn't any and, for like 20 years. And then it opened up in Pearl City, and all my friends, and, uh, we all drove out for it. We drove all, all the way out to like, you know, it's like a 45-minute drive, which is long in Hawaii. You know, when I first moved here, I drove to Phoenix for Dunkin' Donuts. Los Angeles is wow. a weird place for franchises. No Dunkin' Donuts, no Chick-fil-A. One Chick-fil-A. Here's, the, the, okay. Here's the deal, though. There's Baskin-Robbins all over the place. So the supply chain exists because yeah. Dunkin' Donuts owns Baskin-Robbins. So who someone, owns that? Is, it, they is must that a have, Pepsi they, you company, know what? too? It no, is, it is 2011. Donuts. They must have tested it at some point and found that okay, listen, it, it wouldn't be a viable... Seriously, if yeah. you put one in or near Larchmont, I will be there every day and give you at least $180 a month. There's that. There's the Chick-fil-A opening up in Hollywood. Hello, so. my name is Keith Duncan. I own Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and oh, Mr. I, Duncan. I listen to the Nerdist oh, Podcast. Thank Matthew, you, Mr. Duncan. We're going to open a Dunkin' Donuts in your tummy oh only on God, Sundays. It's the opposite great. of Chick-fil-A. Thank you. It's they're the gonna, opposite they're gonna, of chick they close on Sundays. <laughs> They're going to interspace it into you. Uh, and the Lord said no fried yeah. chicken or waffle fries on yeah. Sundays. Well, Leviticus for nine. Waffle and know, chickens. That's it. In it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black out. Dynamite panel, April 3rd. In and out. April 4th. Fourth, Black Dynamite fourth, panel, fourth, April 4th. Fourth, fourth, fourth. You guys done plugging? <sighs> it's already going to be sold out. Yep. <laughs> uh, in and out uh, has uh, scripture... Scripture stuff on their uh, on their cups, yep, okay. and on their uh, their burger wrappers. Thought yep. those were just codes but for not, ordering more wrappers. Not on the French fry container. Oh, mm-hmm. makes you think. Makes you think. Maybe devil fingers. Fried stuff is what's for the devil. Oh, mm. the, these have been touched mm. by the finger of Satan. Or exactly. it could be that those fries are, and that's terrible. why they're delicious. You I don't, don't like those. You can I'm, get an extra. You don't like the fresh ketchup. I don't like it and out that much. That's a fucking heresy. That Isn't is because it? it's so good. I'm, I listen. I just, I just want a fucking croissant. Which can I just tell you? When I used to get Dunkin drunk Donuts. in Westwood, mm-hmm. when I went to UCLA, mm-hmm. and then years later when I moved back, when I was too old to hang out there, but did anyway because I was drunk <laughs> and I didn't know any better. We but drank there. We drank there. And yeah. I don't think I was old enough to drink. Uh, oh, what, what? No, don't know. What are you? That's like crazy. It's crazy talking. No, you get so drunk. You, you, forgot, you forgot he was 21. You didn't buy, you didn't buy me. Guys, right. I work for the LAPD. I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> this whole <laughs> podcast has been a sting for that underage drink. There, there was a little burger hut that had been in uh, in Westwood since the early Precambrian era, era called uh, Tommy's. There are Tommy's all over the place. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, a, a, a beanie chili burger... Ugh. With fries, super salty at like three o'clock in the morning after drinking all night, used to be so good. And also, why I was 35, 40 pounds heavier. It is pretty perfect. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty great. Yeah. You don't drink, do you, much, Matthew? No, not much. Yeah. I had two beers in Austin. That was, you know, it was all right. Yeah. But right. I especially don't drink because it's on the diet. You really can't. No. So. Yeah, it's tricky. Tricky on the diet. Yeah. I mean, drinking's fun if you can do it properly, but it really does not do anything good for you. Yeah, I can do it properly, and I'm proud of that. I will occasionally drink beyond the legal limits, but... Uh, well, I love I love hardcore drinkers who use that uh, Italian wine argument. They're like, Italians have the healthiest hearts in the world, and they drink a glass or two of wine every night with dinner. Like, And they stop there. Yeah, they stop there, yeah. <laughs> They don't. They don't do sambuca shots afterwards. That's funny. <laughs> it's not healthy for their hearts. Yeah, but like when I went to when I went up to training uh, in Cupertino, or another place where another corporation might have their home, Cooperstown, uh, Cooperstown, New York. You know where baseball's from. Yep. Uh, my, I would go out drinking every single night there, and we would spend 140 bucks a night on booze, just two of us. Jesus. Yeah, and that was two weeks of that, and uh, yeah, I don't really drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You look good. I got to tell you. 
Thank you. You look good, Maddie. You're looking good. How's your stand-up coming? Huh? Things good? You writing jokes? Uh, no. No, I haven't written anything in, uh, like a week. Well, you better gear up for your for the open mic that starts in May at Meltdown. You will blind yourself. It's May now? I thought it was April. No, it's been May. It's, it's got to be May it's because May. the 826 LA is doing their writer's panel Sunday nights through oh. the end of April. And then... Friggin' Matt Myra. Yeah. yeah. I gotta, saw, we got to talk logistics as far as what nights we're going to do a podcast if I have to have Sunday nights off. Well, yeah. Sunday nights, though, we can always do it earlier. I mean, the the, the, the we never we never do podcasts at like 8 o'clock at night. That's true. We yeah. can still do podcasts. We can still do hostful podcasts during the day. You run your show at 7.30, 7.45 at night. Paul Sebus texted me, a phenomenal I comic who was in the email you back, Comedians Paul, You Should Know. And I will. He, uh, he offered to help run it with you. Yeah. And you should take that because he's a fucking great comic. Yeah, and you can learn a lot from him. I have to email you back, Paul. I will. All right. And just you in the city somewhere, you'll hear, okay, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Like from the podcast. Paul Sebus, the gay porn comic. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, so one of his bits where it's just like he, he always gets uh, like uh, gay porn flyers like stuck into oh, his Oh, right. Star. And they get stuck in the door. He just, yeah, yeah. He puts them in the door. Then yeah. he, he knows it's just going to explode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he, yeah, that was on the uh, Comics You Should Know special or yeah. whatever we called it. But he didn't tag it with that thing I like. He's all now as I he talks about leaving the stage and then like how he's going to be known as Paul Sebas, the gay porn comic. <laughs> and now he shall be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, you know that's a lie. I have written this week, so that's a lie. Oh, you did? I, had, I did. Yeah, yeah. You ever want to workshop any jokes on the podcast? No, you know? I don't. Okay. You know, I was actually uh, I was looking for a video that I did a while back to send to a friend of mine because um, he was asking about it, and then I Speaking came across uh, I came across like. Um, some clips of my stand-up that I like ne- never really noticed online before. Yeah, and I uh, watched it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I forgot completely forgot about the jokes that I was doing. Isn't in that the funny? Video. How you just yeah. totally forget it chunks? Just, they just went away. And hey, you just got ten more minutes. <laughs> yes, ten more minutes. <laughs> like when I was doing Zanies, I hadn't done an hour since February, and uh, <laughs> well, it's you know it's March now. Well, I know, but I'm telling you, even even just taking a few weeks off from doing a full hour, you forget stuff, even though it's stuff that you've done before, just because, you know, it's 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 everything's so it's just a big chunk. Yeah. It's just a giant chunk. But I have to say, Chicago shows were super fucking awesome. So much fun. So many great nerds came out to the shows. I met so many awesome people after the show. Anybody come dressed up? No one came dressed up. I what? hope. I hope for the Ever, April guys. 9th show at the Wilbur, people come in costume. Because I always down, come out Boston. afterwards and talk and take pictures of you people. You know, maybe it's easier if it's a if it's a spot date. You know, that you're right. Like yeah, if, you you're know, right. Because like, if uh, what if a guy shows up dressed yeah. up? And Second then, show Saturday, and he's yeah, the only guy versus exactly. Batman, and there's yeah, a bunch of trucks. That's, that's what and happened. And then the, he walks uh, out. Then the line to get into the next show, everyone's <laughs> dressed up. He's like, ah, oh, my opportunity. <laughs> I missed it again. Yeah. I'll buy a ticket for the second. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to uh, Ed Salazar's uh, nerd speed dating show at Meltdown. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see what kind of weirdos are going to show up for I'm going to go just to watch I'm it. just going to go to watch, just to watch too. It. Yeah. What, when is that? It is March 29th. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And Eli Braden is going to be like singing songs for all the... Oh, that's yeah. going to be that's great. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really funny, I think. And it's also like, you know, like Ed... Who no one believes is a nerd. No one believes that is a nerd. Well, he's so cut. He's so cut, and he's like this, just this good-looking Latino man, and uh, he just, uh, just like as a complete nerd though. Ed like, Salazar. Exactly. Like the nasal man. Ah, Salazar. <laughs> he's very funny. You yeah. want to take a couple Quimits? Quimits? It's a question. What? It's a comment. Hey, it's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. Huh? It's a question. And it's a comment. What? It's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. Now I love how you went from Elvis to Jerry Lewis. Uh, it's a whole bunch of people. This is like the new travel Wilburys. Uh, um, yep, Elvis and well, Jerry Lewis are the new travel Wilburys. It's a comment. It's a waiting. No, I was actually I was doing. Uh, oh, I'm, Jerry doing, Lee Lewis. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was doing Fred Schneider and uh, Jello Biafra. I was doing a mashup of Jello Biafra <laughs> and Fred Schneider. Never, never before done. Um, yeah, yeah. Traveling Wilburys. This is from Ben Soref. Soref. I don't know if I said, I said his name properly, uh, but he knows who Sor- he is. Sorif. Uh, all right. Hey, guys. Full disclosure, my awesome wife, Heather, turned me on in there just shortly after your debut, and I've been listening ever since. Hey, Heather, what's up? She's a keeper. <laughs> I just have one small problem. I listen to the car with our two-year-old Wesley. Bad idea. And the other day, I had to try and get him to stop saying fuck. I had mixed results. I don't believe in cleaner, censored versions, but are we possible that you have one future podcast kid-friendly? 
Hmm. Well, I don't know. He just said he didn't believe in cleaner censored versions and just asked us to do a cleaner censored version. I, I totally understand. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of nerds with kids out there. I just, uh, I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, it's not like we're saying cunt all the time. And to that, I well. say, fuck. <laughs> Shit. <Yeah>. Fuck. <laughs> Shitty cunt fucker fuck. <laughs> well, that's that. <laughs> hopefully that's too many syllables for his two-year-old to... Did your child just What's say shitty cunt? When, <laughs> when I'm with the Lennons and, and all, they have the young son Oliver, and uh, whenever I swear, I try not to swear around him because Tom's trying to like curb that. Yeah. Like, every time I swear, he Tom goes, "Hey, calm down, Lowell." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Recently, uh, my, uh, Maddie Kirsch on uh, Facebook like posted a, a he's like, "Hey, I found this old CB4 poster," and then I just uh, commented on it saying, uh, "Straight out of low cash, crazy motherfucker named Gusto." Yeah. Then some random lady. Uh, like posted a comment after my comment on Facebook saying, uh, "Why don't you watch the language?" Oh, yeah. Ironically, uh, and then I was just like, "It's just saying a line from a movie, a rated R movie that Matt just posted about Matt, the guy you follow with the rated R movie." And I was just saying <laughs> a line from it. Did you write that to her? Yes. And what'd she say? Uh, nothing back. Oh, you shut her down. Slam. Nothing I almost, I almost was gonna up. go. I was almost gonna go. Just go because I could. I know all the lyrics to Straight Outta Low Cash by CB4. You and also could have copied and pasted them from the internet. No, but I don't need to. Straight low cash crazy motherfucker uh, named Gusto fucked your wife because the bitch was a big hoe. Fucked your sister, fucked your cat. But I would have fucked your mom, but the bitch was too fat. When I'm in your na- neighborhood, you better dig them out. Dirtiest podcast slit. ever. Your motherfucking throat, blood's dripping. I ain't sleeping. Bitches' panties is what I'm ripping. Rolling faster than a motherfucking dirt bike. Never met a piece of pussy that I didn't like. Like to eat it, like to suck it. Take the shit in a bucket. Straight out of low cash. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Matt. You tested him, and Jonah has prevailed. Well, he knows all the lyrics from Straight Out of Low Cash. Well, that's cash. just the first verse. Hey, oh, that's a question. question. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, Ben, I, I, I certainly appreciate, uh, I certainly appreciate the, the sentiment to want to protect I'm your children. I'm sure we've accidentally. How about we do a clean one? When, like, we'll get DJ Lance Rock from Yo I, I, I Just the only thing that I'm concerned. Well, the Muppets one is totally clean. You can listen to the Muppets one. There There's no You're swearing right. in the Muppets one. Very true. But but I just I don't want to have to worry about like oh we can't say that or we shouldn't say this like yeah. then because this isn't a TV show it's a podcast and yeah. you know so we'll worry about that later. I mean yes you're right we probably do swear more than we should it's just kind of how we communicate in life. Mm-hmm. There's you know so. But but I can't promise that we could do a totally. I, I started swearing a lot more when I moved out here. Did you find that too? No, I, I just love swearing. We didn't so much. monitor your swearing habits before you moved out here. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, Chris, that's not what I meant. It's oh a question. And more comments. And more questions. And more comments. More comments. It's a question. This is kind of this is kind of a fun story. So this guy, uh, this guy emailed me and said he's been. His name is uh, Kevin Funnel. He had been meaning to write love for a little cake. while. Love your cake. Yep, good cakes, good mm. cakes. Uh, Sunday. He's a fan of the show, and he's writing to uh, point out a little some interactions that he had with uh, tweaked audio. So basically, he got the headphones. Um, they broke after Aww. a couple weeks, right? I was not pleased. He said, I got a little nerd rage and let them know what I thought. I may have been a bit dickish to them, and I feel kind of bad. Well, you should feel bad. Bruce and their sales department apologized and sent me a new pair right away. He also commented and seemed to really care about my suggestions on improving their headphones for heavy users like myself. Real cool guy. When I got my replacement headphones, there was a little slip in there asking if I hadn't already sent my broken headphones back. Uh, to please do so. I grabbed an envelope I had nearby, put the broken headphones in, and sent it. Today I got an email from Peggy at Tweaked. I guess I put $25 in with the headphones. I then realized that I sent my petty cash envelope from the honey and lip balms that I sell. I'm a hobbyist beekeeper. <laughs> what? It's getting, this is getting awesome. <laughs> to the Beemobile. You, yes. you mean your Buick? Yes. I'm a hobbyist. It took me nine months to make $25 from the bee screaming. Well, if he's a hobbyist beekeeper, you should know there's no such thing as a hobbyist beekeeper. Anyway, uh, he was using that envelope to make change and buy random supplies. They didn't have to tell me about this. I didn't even know it was missing. Peggy said that she could send it to me right away via PayPal or just put the bills back in the mail. I figured since it was kind of a funny, dumb mistake, I obviously wasn't missing it. I asked if they could just give it to the Japan Relief. A few minutes later, I got an email back saying that they did, and they matched it. Oh, so, wow. good folks at Tweaked Audio. Holy shit. I know they also just sent uh, us a bunch of these tweak-timed uh, squishy watches, which I think I might actually wear. Tweak nice. time. Yeah, if you go to tweakedaudio.com slash notice, $10 off your earbuds. Yeah, they're good. They, they are, are good. good. I, got a, uh, I got an email from a fella. 
uh, named Andrew Wood. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. He's a big fan of the podcast. Thanks, man. And uh, he's in a band called AC Death Strike. Oh. And um, he said, if we ever need any music made or anything like that, they're big fans. They'll you know make songs. We can send them stuff. And uh, I would love a song from AC Death Strike. <laughs> um, I, I checked out their music, myspace.com slash AC Death Strike music. Um, and it's really good. Is it good? Yeah, I listened to it a, cu- a couple times today, and I and he's a really nice guy. And uh, and you know. Jared podcast. I am sick and tired of you promoting things that do uh, not pertain exactly to my life. Uh, yeah, no, but if you, it's it's good stuff. It's cool, like kind of noisy and AC Death stuff. Rock. Yeah, AC Death Strike. A- AC Death Strike. Yeah. Um. Good. It's like, better nice go on there quick while MySpace is still going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason that I like. The, I still check out MySpace for music because it's just it's easy. It's an easy way for bands to upload. Uh, music without you know being signed or having anything else available. Someone online. sent me a link to something that was on MySpace, and I went and they they've changed the user they've changed the UI on the site, and it actually works a lot better than it used to. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I but I just I I worry that I don't know if I mean I I don't know if the brand can really rebound. No, the no. brand will not rebound, but it is a good place for for uh, unsigned bands. To, Speaking of br- brands that will not rebound, today that, I went to Borders. The yep. the borders, as we know, is going bankrupt. Closing it down is? their Hollywood, the Sunset Vine location. They're closing they are. Yeah. Sunset no. Vine. The one I was at was in Century City. I walked in there, and books are like sixty percent off, forty percent off. And I go into the science section. I grab a bunch of books, and then I pull out my Amazon app and I start scanning the barcodes. Yeah. Even with their ridiculous discounts, Amazon still had better prices on oh, all but really? one of them. Which is a fucking, on all but one of a, the books. It's a bummer. And then I said, "That's exactly why you're closing. Why can't the little guy borders books and music? <laughs> why can't the little guy get some? Huh? No, why can't you he get do. a break? See, yeah, I go yeah. to I go to mom and pop, you know, like uh, used yeah, bookstores. Ulysses. The uh, there's a there's a great store in uh, North Hollywood. Great used bookstore." Uh, and uh, but the one in Echo Park named Stories. I mean, there's tons, I think, good. but more of, those, more of those places are why don't up. they mash up with uh Taco Bells and do Run for the Borders? For and the then board. you, you buy tacos and books. I'm at, at the, the Borders books. books, I'm at the Taco Bell, I'm at the combination Borders books and Taco Bell. Fucking hey, <laughs> that's some life synergy right there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> what book were you reading when you came in? You were reading some weird sort of baseball almanac. I am reading the Bill James Gray's historical baseball. <laughs> the new almanac. Bill James historical baseball sports. What is it? The Bill James? Who's Bill James? Uh, Bill James is the guy, the, essentially the founding father of modern uh, baseball statistics. Not to be confused with Billy J. In 1985, <laughs> founding father of modern. Um, I don't know who that is. In 1985, he wrote this book. He works for the Red Sox right now. He's like their statistical analysis No wonder you bought it. There's a stat. I mean, there was just a stat, you know, sort of renaissance that started happening in the mid-90s. It's outlined in the book Moneyball. Well, I think we all remember the great stat renaissance that took over in the (laughs) mid-80s. But, I mean, this this book. I was a kid, but my dad. Those were good times. This book is amazing. So, like, for each decade, like the 1870s, he'll list, like, the uh, highest player salary. Was twenty five hundred dollars that yeah, year? Yeah, no, I remember because uh, does during, each paragraph end with "I'm so lonely"? <laughs> during the during the stat renaissance, I remember because no. that that actual stat was a uh, re- that replaced a mural in my town. Uh, oh, really? The stats renaissance. Yeah. Now, what is fascinating about about <laughs> baseball stats? Stats renaissance. Uh, what is uh, fascinating about them is that they have uh, their the number just the number pool is so wide. Do they hold keys to the stock market or something? No, but I mean, we can draw like we've. Stats are usually extrapolated from other stats, these new stats. Okay. So what's nice about it is I can look back at the entire 150-year run of baseball. Are they simplified? Is it like the difference between D&D and 4th edition D&D? I don't understand. I don't know what that means either. Okay. VORP. Like, there's a new stat like called VORP, which is value over replacement player. Like VORPAL SWORD. Is that what that is? Well, no. Value over replacement (laughs) player essentially means uh, what like. How much better is this guy over the average guy at that position? That's his value over replacement player. And things like that are interesting to so me. What is an average guy's rating? Like just some fucking mook in a Dunkin' Donuts? They're like, if that guy played shortstop, this other guy is fifty points better than that mook. Do the they, average player yeah, like the average of all of them, all thirty. Do they you know. do stats of all the poor bastards watching baseball from bars every weekend and going, no. you know what I would do if I was in his place? What would you do, Jonah? <laughs> I fucking hit it over the mountain. I could. College. Like, for instance, the long ball came about not because it was a home run, but because they had no fences. What's a long ball? 
Never mind. You don't want to know. That's what happens when you get older. There's this the question. It's a comment. It's a wow. The great <laughs> stat renaissance of 84. <laughs> you know, guys, <laughs> there's a conference at MIT every year. About sure uh, there are a lot of we don't, statistics. We don't want to know about baseball stats anymore. It's not just baseball. There's a stat renaissance happening all over the place, even in basketball, guys. Come on. Oh, really? Get on board. All right. I'm currently on board. What's Get happening off. on board? Sticking up this train. I'm getting out of here. I just we don't want, need you. Just want to make a note to all the listeners that was Chris uh, making fun of Matt, not me. <laughs> yeah, Comes but I do it playfully. Matt knows, what? I, Matt knows what? I love him. <laughs> but I do it <laughs> playfully. <laughs> Matt knows I love him. So funny. Yeah. I did get mad last time. You did? <laughs> His feelings were well, a little we're, hurt, we're I could tell. But let's not rehash it. There's no point in getting re-pissed about things. It's okay. What? Are you mad? No, I'm just, it's weird that you got mad. Hey guys, remember, little, remember the great stat renaissance? Oh my oh, god. That'll, that'll, pull any spiral. that'll pull you out of any anger spiral. Somebody yeah. out there knows exactly what I'm talking about. And guys, I appreciate it. I would like to uh, I would like to take a comment from Deep Inside Nerdist Industries. Uh, this is from Kyle Anderson, Kanderson as I call him, oh, who writes the all the Doctor, of Doctor Who. Who. He writes all those insane Doctor Who posts. Mm-hmm. Like, here's which episodes from each season, like going I mean each series, even going back to yep. the to the original Doctor Who's. Um, so the subject is uh, the subject of the email was, does Nerdist get people laid? And then he goes on to tell this whole story about, uh, I was listening to this new podcast this morning when you said that Nerdist does not get people laid. Uh, so I just want to tell you that you're wrong. I write for Nerdist. I decided to join Twitter. Because he writes for Nerdist, I talked him into joining Twitter. Uh, and this girl named Emily started following him and discovered that uh, she was friends with friends of his. Found out they were both going to be at Gallifrey One last month. They met and hung out. And a month later, the, the, it, it's his girlfriend. Oh, and wow. he's totally in love with her. Does and she know? Does she know? No, but that's not important. Okay. She'll find out. I think that's a big part of it. No, Kyle. but the point is, the point is, he met his girlfriend through, like, somehow through weird nerdist stuff. He met this girl, and she's now his girlfriend, and he's, he's never been happier in his life. Well, that's amazing. Yes, and he says she's gorgeous and wonderful, and Must they love nice. the same things, and they, you know. Yeah, so I so well done, Canderson. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Good well, job. I mean, we didn't need the podcast. I got girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Yep, you guys brought girlfriends coming in, right? Yeah, that's right. Almost. No, no, because on the first date with Deanna, I said, "Hey, you know, this Sunday I'm going to be no, starting the right. podcast." That's right. And this isn't I... going to take up too much of your time, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's true. No, but started... we're going to have to use some of your vacation days. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I started dating Greta. Was like right after we got back from New York, so that was like you know four mm-hmm. episodes in, right? Yeah, uh, that's uh, what we got. Uh, yeah, that was that was one that was a comment from Canderson. Do you guys have any comments? I didn't look up. I had the AC Death Strike guy. He was nice. No, we already <laughs> talked about him. Remember that guy? <laughs> you know, I have to say, everyone seems like they're feeling pretty good today. I'm in a good mood. I'm. I had a chai latte. Yes, no, that'll, <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah. do it. That'll yeah. do it. Um, but if you stop having them, oh, the withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the withdrawal. <laughs> Let's see if we got anything good. Full of noodle stories. Uh-oh, no. But very polarizing. <laughs> it is. Very polarizing. Great podcast. You'll love it. <laughs> Great podcast. You'll love it. You're reading reviews. Then. I got to yeah, say. reading reviews. More, so more, people, more people are supporting noodle stories than against noodle stories. They don't the know pe- what they're supporting. But the people who hate it really hate it this is a it's a weird uh social polarizing yeah it's a weird thing it's like it's it's the essence of the internet getting mad or excited about something that's not tangible or real here's here's a here's a great here's a great one uh robert schofield hostful equipment hey nerdist guys just want to say you've changed my life i'm 14 and I first heard you on the Joel that's McHale a, that's show. An age? Yeah, he that's got laid from people, the yeah, podcast. People can be 14? That, yeah. That young? Yes, they can. That I, happens. I don't like that, Chris. It's yeah. Friday. It's Friday. She's 13. She's 13. Fun, <sighs> fun, fun. I first heard you on the Joel McHale episode and I've listened to everyone since. I first heard, uh, I was just seeing what a podcast was and now I listen a lot. And y'all, yeah, I'm from the South too, introduced me to Doug Benson and a lot of stand-up comics and also. So I think I'm going to go do, st- uh, so uh, I think I'm going to do... Uh, this summer, wait, what? I think what he's saying is he's going to try stand up for the he's first gonna time. He's going to go take some English Could writing. Also, also, Jonah, that is awesome. This 14 year old kid wants to try stand up now. And he also has a, a, a question for Jonah Ray mm. do, do live zombies float? 
Do live zombies float? Okay, Joan Ray being the, the resident zombie expert? Well, okay, like, well, if here, I was well, on a boat, thing, could they float to me? No, uh, they can't. Um, here's the thing. and there, By live zombie, you just mean an, an undead zombie. An animated zombie. zombie. Yeah. An animated zombie. Okay. Uh, no, uh, they will float for... A, a little bit, but their lungs will just fill with water, and they will sink to the bottom. Yeah, because they don't—they don't create that bladder like that. Yeah, that, yeah. They yeah, can't they will, create the air pocket they inside. Sink. They will sink because they will immediately fill with water. Um, and yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing you got to be careful of too uh, when you're in bodies of water. If you're if you if they're on the bo- bottom of a body of water and they can reach you, they'll pull you down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you're you're floating over a deep body of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love. That you know that. So Jonah, <laughs> could I um could I kill a zombie with uh hot lead? Hot lead. Like if I dumped hot lead on a zombie, would that kill a zombie? If it destroyed the brain, yes. Okay. Not if it just gets all over their uh you know body. What are some common misconceptions about killing zombies? Um well it's it's pretty simple, really. It's just you just d- destroy the brain. I mean, you could cut off the head, and the head will still try to bite you. You got to destroy the brain. That's where okay. it, that's where it comes from. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, you know, you could uh, but it just depends which lore you're going for. Well, seriously, you said the head will still try to bite you. It will. It will. <laughs> it, it, um, but you know, like I said before, I'm a uh, shit. You gotta worry about. I'm a Romero New Brooksian zombie uh guy. Yeah. Meaning uh, you know, George Romero Max uh, Brooks uh, started the the perfect. Uh, type of lore yep. and Max Brooks uh, through the book refined um, it. Yeah, he basically perfected. I think. Mm. Yeah, so much it's like a, Bill James and baseball statistics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the great zombie <laughs> renaissance of eighty? Of All right, right, of right guys, now. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I also just say that while I was in Chicago, I went to C two E two, which was an awesome con. The Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. Are you Expo. doing WonderCon like this weekend? Yes, I am going to do WonderCon this week. And no, it's so, April 3rd. I mean, April 3rd. We're not having a tweet up. We're not having then. a tweet up. We're not tweeting up at Super. That's the thing. Um, I can't because I that I, it had it wasn't finalized yet. But uh, but here's the thing. It looks like um, it looks like we are going to be doing a podcast with James Gunn at Meltdown April 3rd that night. So I'll be coming back that day. Where Sunday is this? Uh, where's WonderCon? It's in San Francisco. Wow, it's man. only an hour away. Yeah, you you're crazy via the plane. <laughs> I know it's a little busy, but I think what's going to happen is I think I'm going to do a signing at WonderCon on Saturday at like three thirty somewhere in the building, and then and then um, then I'm doing this uh, this Doctor Who panel at WonderCon, um, which is it's just sort of a panel about about Doctor Who. That's great. You should, uh, when you do signings, you should have uh, pictures of Matt and I on either side of you. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Looking at me. One of you should dress Amazing. like an angel, and one of you should dress like a little devil. I'll be the angel. That's the obvious choice. So uh, here's who's going to be at. Uh, here's who's going to be on this panel with me chatting about Doctor Who. Uh, Toby Haynes, who is a director from Doctor Who and Being Human. Mark Shepard, yes. Supernatural, Battlestar Galactica, and Neil Gaiman. Ooh. Very excited about that. Neil himself. Neil at Neil at himself. Neil himself. Yeah. yeah, so that's gonna be pretty exciting too. And then I'll uh, hop on a plane. I'll get back here. We'll do the James Gunn uh, podcast uh, on a- on April third, which people you can attend. So if you come to James Gunn, I- admission is free if you bring a ticket stub from the movie Super. Because I might be working Sunday night. Yeah. What time is that at? Well, I don't know. I guess it would be like eight eightish. If it's yeah, should I, I go? Should I do a tweet up? At, and will people even care if you're not there? Of course they will. Uh, well, should, we'll just if I'm off. We'll if just you're do off, it. should we'll you and it. I just yeah, go to we'll the thing? We'll you do, can it. do it. We'll do it in your steed. Okay. Uh, we'll see how few people show up. Is it going to be at the arc? I think it's where we can make it wherever we want. Maybe we can make it to the Grove. I'd like the arc. You want to do it the arc? I'd rather. All right. I used to work there, and I still it's my For, favorite. Former, former employment. Former employer. They do good. They do good stuff there at the arc light. They do. They do. They. They're owners, though. Did you? Did you have to? Did you have to come out and make the announcements? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I uh, didn't want to do that. They kept on uh, egging me on to do it because uh, you know I was like kind of just always joking around. The ArcLight Theater in L.A. is a place where you reserve a specific seat when you buy a ticket. Yeah, you can buy them online. Pick your seat from home. They're a little more great. expensive, but they don't show commercials before the movies. They just show trailers. Yep. Uh, they have like a restaurant there. There's tons the of parking, and then and then someone will come out. This is not advertising for an arc light. I don't give a shit if you go there or not. Yeah. But uh, but then and then and then uh, an usher comes out and welcomes you to the theater. Yeah, it's uh, hey everyone, thanks for coming to Super by James Gunn. Oh, I'm a, definitely. I think yeah. I'm definitely working because I had to get the fourth off for the for the Black Dynamite yep. panel. Well, maybe maybe it'll just be me. I'll I'll decide. But um, they but the arc light has the Cinerama dome in it. Yeah, they, which, they bought the Cinerama dome. 
which many years ago, I went and saw uh, the Back to the Future trilogy at the Cinerama Dome for the premiere of Back to the Future 3. Oh, wow. And that's what was so exciting. They screened it like you had to stand in line all day. So I blew off class, stood in line all day. Uh, you watch Back to the Future 1, Back to the Future 2, and then they premiered Back to the Future 3 before anyone else could see it. Oh, that's awesome. It was That might have been the greatest day of your it life. It was a gorgeous day. That's great. Except that, that I had to sit through Back to the Future 2. But it's, but it's, a, good, it's a good theater. Whoa, it's whoa, a great whoa. theater. What did yeah. you just say? Back to the Future 3 was not good. What are you talking about? Back to the Future 2 is awesome. No. It's it's not really. It's not really. There's so much back. There's so much back exposition. There's so much exposition in Back to the Future too. There's so which much I thoroughly enjoy. I was irritated by that. Like all those videos that are like, here's how Biff Tannen's got to be the wealthy Biff Tannen. Yeah, I thought they had a lot of fun with. Uh, well, you have to with discover. No Crispin Glover. That was a bummer for well, me. I threw my back out on the golf I'm course. I'm upside down. Golf course. Now, Back to the Future 3, I quite enjoyed. I just thought Back to the Future. And I, wow. didn't, I didn't hate Back to the Future That's 2. confusing. I didn't hate Back to the Future 2, but you have to understand, Back to the Future 1 was one of those movies that broadened the scope of what movies can be in yeah. my brain. Yeah. But Back to the Future 2, much like Ghostbusters 2, was a little bit of a letdown for me. I liked it. I wasn't, I wasn't a huge I thought it was, I thought it was fun. It was a fun romp. Yeah. <laughs> it was just that whole, there's that whole, you know, uh, Doc Brown committed. Doc Brown commended. Well, yeah, that's like, obviously. What a weird coincidence. They, just, uh, they ran two Doc Brown stories that day. It was a slow day. news day. All right. Now I shouldn't yeah. be breaking down the, the time and the inconsistencies of Back to the Future 2. Back yeah. to the Future 2, fine movie. It just, I just didn't love it as much as the first one. You know, speaking of that, those guys are still asking us to uh, come in and make that song. Make oh, the, the, uh, the, make the Goldie, Goldie Wilson, Wilson. The, yeah, the, the Back to the Future Two musical or the Back to the Future musical, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll totally do that. Yeah, I think we just got to someday. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, From the point of view, then we got to pin down Donald Glover, yeah, to play Goldie Wilson. <laughs> How are we gonna do that? I don't know. It's like if it was, if, yeah, it would be better. But I just like the idea of just taking all the different uh, perspectives from the entire Hill Valley community. Yeah. Know? Totally. That's, that's a really Which great is what idea. I'm a peeping Tom, and I sing this song when I'm looking at some boobies. Then I fall from a tree and hit on my knee, and then a girl. Sorry. No, keep going. That was great. I, I didn't have anything. Else okay. <laughs> Someone's. We have to write a. We have to write the point of view with a clock. <laughs> I'm an old clock. Tower built in 1885. Oh, look, it's 1004. <laughs> what happened to me? <laughs> Save the clock tower. Yep. And then we can mix in that lady going, Save the clock tower. Yeah. The lady that looks like Bruce McCullough. Yes. <laughs> she does. It's fucking weird. It's fucking There's weird. one time this guy had a cat <laughs> on his head. I met Mark McKinney. I didn't mean Bruce McCullough. Oh, okay. I meant, it looks like Mark McKinney. No, yeah, they, yeah, do your 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 Mark McKinney impression. Hi, I'm Mark McKinney. I don't yeah, have one. Oh my god. That's like I became him. No, do his what is his, what is that character's name? Gunther? The uh the long haired guy. I like Darrell. Oh that's Darrell. 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 I heard listen, uh, Daryl. It's Darrell. I heard the death series they did on IFC was really funny and yeah, I, I like it a lot. Death comes to town. town, yeah. You guys that. hear that Brody Stevens gonna have a show on or uh, has a pilot at Comedy Central? Or, I know I mean, HBO, HBO. It, are, I think it's Comedy Central. No, is it, it HBO? It's HBO because Zach has a deal Zach's with producing him. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach's producing it. Brody Stevens, <laughs> HBO. Zach Galifianakis, personal friend. <laughs> we gotta have Brody on one of these days. He is a delight. Yeah, and they can talk baseball. <laughs> they can talk baseball. Oh, maybe that's a bad idea. Yeah, that's know. a horrible idea. I don't know if we should do that. Fuck it. No, we're Any more? No more? What? Equipment? You want to do one more equipment? Yeah. That's a question and a comment and equipment? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, a guy actually, a guy actually recorded a equipment song. Oh, yeah, 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 boom, yeah. Boom, 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 Oh, everybody's asking what the diet is I'm on. It is the uh, slow carb diet outlined in Tim Ferriss's book, The Four That podcast will be posting pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty soon you'll hear me talking to him before I oh decided God. to actually oh, do it. Can I tell you about C2E2 for a second? Yeah, how much fun ahead. it was? Please, yeah. It was so much fun. Tell us about the thing, <laughs> tell, tell us about the thing we missed. Uh, I, uh, I moderated a panel with Eliza Dushku. Well, and, sounds, uh, like, sounds like a Dushku. What? Dushku. Okay, well, it sounded like she kind of said Dushku. Well, maybe she's just going with it now. All right. <laughs> kind of like when someone says, Mr. Rodriguez, I go, fine. Yeah. And Tom O'Pennycat, <laughs> who was uh, the other guy on Dollhouse. He was the guy on Dollhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were both awesome! 
like the nicest people in the world. And they had tons of great, you never, when you don't really know people that well and you moderate a panel, your fear is always, so how was it working on this show? Great. Yeah. And then nothing else. They had so many, there was, they had so much to say and they were awesome. And I recorded it and I'm going to put it up as a podcast. And oh, great. they were great. So when I, uh, when I saw the uh, Mystery Science Theater reunion uh, panel at Comic-Con a few years back yeah. and Patton Oswalt was the moderator. Yep. Uh, Patton and his charm and uh, talkativeness still couldn't um, dismantle the awkwardness from the riff set, riff track side of the table to the cinematic Titanic side of the table. Really? They yeah. Were, there was there was, still, it there was, was st- just obvious, kind of like like there was a weirdness in the room. It was really really odd. It was kind of a bummer. Oh, yeah. and also, yeah. I got both sets of those guys are great. As of uh, I think today or maybe last night, um, Mike Nelson has been uh, answering questions on Reddit. I've been. I've been reading those. Spending oh, I'm going to do time. one of those too. It's the the AMAs, the Ask Me Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John John Crickfalusi did one, and a lot of people have done them. And I just uh, I'm going to someone asked me to do it, and I just haven't done it yet because uh, I've been <laughs> every minute has been accounted for the last month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also on Reddit, they started a first world problems thread. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I like that Reddit. I like that Reddit. I like that Reddit. Screw you, dig. Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> All right, now we're at fifty-ish minutes. Oh god, I feel we're like fifty-ish is not We good bleed enough. for these people, Chris. We bleed ourselves dry. Oh, oh. there's nothing left. Stand, because my leg hurts. Oh, oh your back still hurting. Oh, you. <gasps> what? What's gonna happen with your back? I don't know. What does I the really doctor say? They are still waiting to hear from the... Fu- they don't have an MRI yet. Like, the MRI I Now, took, hang on. Hang yeah, on. I watch House. They, the MRIs, they know immediately. I could have left with the films, but the fucking doctor's office decided to check off CD. So now they had to burn a CD and then send it to the doctor's office. And the efficient. doctor's office has not seen it oh, yet. Oh, technology. You should just give them a flash key. Like, here, throw it on flash key. I would have done that had I known. But now I am going to call the MRI place, find out if they have the films, and physically pick them up myself. God damn it. I'm so tired of my back hurting. Yeah, it's going to be pretty shit. But you, you saw the movie, Paul, and you didn't get up once. I did get up once, but that was to get Sprite because it was Sunday. Yay. <laughs> I got a ton of new uh, followers on RDO. Oh, you yeah, do? Yeah, I've been yeah, getting great. trickling followers in. I believe RDO said they want they are interested in sponsoring us on Twitter. I think they, they, I don't think they've set up the... Yeah, but they're trying <laughs> to set that up yet. We should have them do it. That'd be great. I'd love to have them. Yeah, too. I would just yeah, like it for you. What, what music are you listening to? Um, what else? What came out? Uh, the Darlings have a new EP out that's really good. Oh. Uh, it's, in the, it's in the vein of uh, a lot of the stuff I've been listening to, like Yuck and stuff like that. Um, uh, the new Strokes, I'm not feeling... Okay, I'm not, not feeling. Surprising. There is a song. There is a song in there that sounds a lot like video game music, which is great. But yeah. it's just kind of all over the place. And uh, maybe a few more listens, and I'll get into it more. Um, uh, the new Green Day live album, not so good. Okay, because it has most of their newer stuff. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, there's heard. a there's a band that I recently discovered um, mm. that uh, Janet tipped me off to. We were just we were in a restaurant and it was playing and she was like, Oh my god, this band. It's a band called Matt Pond PA. Oh Matt Pond PA, yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's a little older, but I just recently discovered them and they are awesome. Matt yeah. Pond PA. That's good stuff. If you like them, uh, also check out Dios, otherwise known as Dios Malos. They had to change their name to Dios Malos because Dio, Ronnie James Dio. Dio was gonna sue them. Yeah. Even though Dios means God in uh, Spanish. In Spanish, right. Uh, but I used to go on tour with them back in the day and some of their stuff uh, So has... Dios Malos bad god? Yes. Bad right. God. Um yeah, uh, the new TV on the radios. Bad God, uh, bad God! <laughs> Did you shit creation out all over the floor? Oh, I'm sorry. Go create an outside so you can go there. Okay. Outside. Sorry, that's how. It, Here I come. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There's a. There's. It's. Those are some good recommendations. Slow. I got that. I got the uh, iRig to hook up your guitar to your iPad. Yes. And then I bought the Fender Amplitude app. Isn't it fucking awesome? It is fantastic. They sent me. They like sent me review copies. They sent oh, me. What? They sent me the iRig, and then there's an iClip where you can clip your iPad to a mic stand. Yep. With, and then you go into the Fender app, and the Fender app not only has like a ton of different settings. I want. I wish it's like an eight-track recorder. Yeah, but I wish they had a twin reverb deluxe. The, Maybe the they version will. I did that didn't have it. And uh, God, I love it because I'm just like sitting there trying to find this tone for this Stevie Ray Vaughan song, and I'm like, 
playing around with everything and i can slide just slide my finger and get a new amp in there and uh, they also have the, the, the there's a mic too that you can yeah. get an iRig mic that comes with it too so they it is that stuff is it's so fucking incredible yeah. just the the the, but the interface on it apogee awesome. is making one that should be released at the end of this month it's called apogee jam and it's a little it's got a little gain control on it and 30 pin Boom, right into your iPad and then GarageBand. I mean, the, oh, really? Yeah. Now, the only thing that, wow. that worries me about like using my iPad on stage as a as an amp or a pedal is yeah. that uh, if it, if the app crashes, <laughs> then oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Which is not you know too uncommon. I don't know what you're talking about. Those never crash. No, no, no. Of course. Oh, um, here's a band um, that um, wins. It's the music I've, I've what I've heard of it. It's pretty weird musical like instrumental stuff. Uh, but the um, the name wins for fucking one of the best band names I've heard in a long time, the Dead Kenny G's. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is it a play on Dead Kennedys, but Kenny G, who I love. Yeah, we did a, remember a holiday at Umbar. Yeah, or comedy a, at Umbar. Yeah, we did a parody song of Holiday in Cambodia. Yeah, the Dead Kenny G's. Too drunk, too drunk to fuck. <laughs> too drunk to fuck. Did you ever hear any of the stuff? Uh, it's a uh, um, shit. What are they called? Uh, um, Nouveau Vague. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have the, um, they do Too Drunk to Fuck. Oh, they do? Uh, yeah. I gotta go listen to it's that. Like, I, boom, I get there. Yeah, it's real. Somebody okay. on Twitter said they have a bulging disc and that they're, uh, they got an inversion table and after a week it made them better again. You know, I gotta tell you, Mike Furman had the, those, those inversion boots mm-hmm. where you, you know, you put the, po- the little yeah. thing and then yeah. you hang upside down on the boots. Um, felt a little like you were gonna fall on your face. Yeah. I don't wanna break my neck. No, you shouldn't break your neck. Yeah, right. I shouldn't do that. Yeah, if we've learned anything from the world, <laughs> yeah. it's don't break your neck. I still got to find a physical therapist because this is still not going. We should go together. We should. I do need to look for one. I don't have the time. My arm, his back. What a couple. <laughs> what a couple we are. I, I held an umbrella when we walked over here. <laughs> <laughs> I put up the umbrella and I held it over him and me, and I was like, "Someone should paint us." <laughs> <laughs> you're a monet painting yeah or just, i was thinking of that painting the whatever that painting is of those servants holding up the dancing couple holding up the umbrella no, i'll tell you what you guys couple. are you guys are uh you guys are uh, a poster that every sorority girl buys because they sell it in the bookstore but it's it's one of those like late 80s Einstein it's you you, you you in black and white and then they just color the umbrella like red <laughs> <laughs> in the afterbirth this is romantic yeah. and then there's there's pigeons flying everywhere in yeah, front of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, one can, of those. you can get it uh, printed on canvas at uh, Urban Outfitters. Yep. In the home section. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Yeah. All right, guys. I, I think, think we good. I think I think we're good for another hostful podcast. Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go to the old meltdown. You're going to meltdown tonight. Good show. Good show hey, I can get an inversion good, table. Everyone's in it. It's a good show at meltdown. Yeah, hundred bucks. I can Mark Marin, Jen Kirkman. These are the people that will have already been on by the time this goes. Make up. Just so people know. Just yeah, so people just, know. The Wednesday night meltdown show is it's, a it's, phenomenal it's, yeah, stand-up show. It's it's a lot of fun. And we've well, already we, been getting the uh, the the scene backlash, which I, I've been hearing about from Ed Salazar. Oh, really? People are like fuck this is this beat now. Yeah, it's all. It's like it's like elitist. They don't put us on. Yeah. Uh, just like I'm like no one's no one's talked. Every time someone talks to me, I try to put them on. Yeah, I, I so so every Wednesday night your show meltdown. Yeah. Then we have Jimmy Dore's pop and politics April second. Then we have. Uh, don't forget, uh, March 29th, at Salazar's uh, Nerd, Getting Nerds Late, Speed Dating. That's right. April 3rd, James Gunn. April 4th, Black Dynamite panel. Yes. Um, then we have uh, Adam, a, Adam Warrock on Nerd Hip Hop yeah, on and, uh, April 11th. And Baron Vaughn is going to be opening up for him. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. And um, and then there's... Uh, Rob Schrab's got a, books, a book release party which, later in the which, month. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Steve Agee are performing on. Yep. And then there is, uh, which I'm really looking forward to, Brent Weinbach is putting on a dance party. Comedian Brent Weinbach, one of my favorite comedians. He's great. Uh, is putting on a dance party where all the music is uh, 8-bit and 16-bit uh, video game music. Now, this isn't the style of like Anamanaguchi where it's like, you know... He can play it on piano, right? He can, but it, this is all actual 8-bit and 16-bit songs from video games of the era that they are finding the danciest of them all and then DJing those for a dance party. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And so it just, yeah. uh, if, uh, all that stuff on the, is on the calendar if you go to uh, meltcomics.com. Yeah. And as we build, as we kind of build out the Nerdist site, we'll, you know, we'll put up a calendar, but that's all on Meltcomics. There really should be a Quements thing you can click on. Well, you can go to Nerdist.com slash Quements. That's so hard. I know. Internet. You have to write extra words. Oh, I'm worse than Hitler. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming in and uh, recording a hostful podcast. Someone wants to send me an inversion table. 
<laughs> Look at that. I'm just looking. <laughs> if someone wants to send me a bionic arm. Listen, or just a $200 gift certificate to Amazon.com. That's how much an inversion table is? Yeah, one that will hold me. Really? Yeah. That's not so bad. I will buy you an inversion table. <laughs> Yay, do it. What about my bionic arm? Just give me the check for this week. I'll do it. I'll no, I, I don't, I'm not going to get your bionic arm. What if? Because you'll use it for evil. There's no way he can attack anyone with an inversion table. Well, I can oh, flip up. Fast. You'll see, Chris. <laughs> Did you say Seacrest? You'll see, Crest. Out. <laughs> Nerdcrest out. I'm going to be Nerdcrest. Hey, what is yeah. that? What does that copy say? Can you read it to me? No. No. I'm not even getting into. <laughs> we are staying away from anything. that topic. They are kind enough to let us use the radio station here yeah. at the at the NBC Universal building, oh. and I'm not going to fuck with anything. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. No, no. Thank you. EYB. EYB. Oh, is that where we're just going to... Can we have an EYB shirt or something? I want to love you. Burger salad. <laughs> you love that. It's so fucking Oh, let's thank the kid that's, that's, what that's you still say doing... What's the animation salad. kid that's been do, animating our... Daniel uh, Spellman. Yeah, Daniel Spellman. Thanks a lot. Daniel him. Spellman and whoever... Who made whoever made Burger Salad? I think his name is Heath? Heathsplosion He's on Twitter. Heathsplosion yeah. on Twitter. Oh, and God, fuck, that's and, my favorite thing ever. And, I can't remember his name. The guy who did that fucking Black Dynamite poster for us for just like... Doesn't even... Didn't even fucking... He didn't... Even when no one asked, I but mean, he just sent us this amazing. I'm smaller thing. now than that drawing. Of yeah, me. but you're also like you know being run over by a golf cart, and, well, I, and I look evil or smart or something. In the it. same. I mean, they're both the same thing: evil and smart. <laughs> oh, I just got Eric me- Benson. Eric Benson. Eric with a K. Eric, Eric a K. Benson did the awesome black dynamite poster. All right, so uh, that's it. That's the end of the show. All right, guys, I'm going to pack up my flashlight and my knife. Now say it at home along with us, everybody. Enjoy Enjoy your burrito. No, guys, Lincoln style. Oh, enjoy your burrito. Technically inaccurate, though, because apparently Lincoln had a very high, shrill voice. Well, really? With that face? (laughs) (laughs) No, you weren't trying to fuck him. Oh, with that voice? Oh, no, thank you. Wasn't I? Oh, Did you guys see I made a new President hole in my, Lincoln. look at this belt, I made a new hole in it today, and that's where it used to be. There's a hole in my belt that can only be filled by I, you. I know that probably makes you feel really good, but get a new belt. Right? I should. <laughs> All right. Fuck Matthew, it. I'm going to get you an inversion table and a new belt. Yeah. And my bionic arm. And he wants a bionic arm. Jonah, you're not getting a bionic arm. You're just going to choke people with it. All right. Yes, just can... machine gun end. Like RoboCop got in RoboCop 3, you know, yeah. the one no one yeah. watched. Enjoy your burrito. Dick Jones. I work for Dick Jones. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here... You're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, we promise to keep you safe. They killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pura. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery+. Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.